0: listening to Radio Tab's mobile rolling.
1: Presented by Garrard's Horse and Hound, making shopping easier with their online store. The same extensive catalogue, the same keen prices online or over the phone. 1-800-060-896 or visit
0: horseandhound.com.au.
1: As I say, very good morning to uh, Tim Abel. you, Tim?
0: Yeah, good morning, Granny. Good morning, everyone. And you've got a special guest online. I sure do, mate. Um, yes, of course. Thanks to Lockie Stace there doing his preview for the uh, the meeting there at Globe Derby today, and of course we've got another meeting there tomorrow night. That's where I'll be back on deck uh, from Globe tomorrow night. But um, yeah, it's been a, it's been a big year for harness racing in South Australia, and I guess it's probably the opportune time to to have a chat to Dean Elliott who's the CEO of Harness Racing SA and and look back on the year that's been because we're only a couple of weeks away from finishing up this year but uh, it's been a very successful year for Harness Racing in South Australia and I thought we'd get Dean on to have a chat about what's gone on this year and I guess what's going to happen next year so as we say good morning to Dean how are you Dean? Very good morning to you Tim thanks for having me on. Yeah, I must admit there was a few worrying moments last night. I heard the uh, I heard the weather all night and I thought, well, gee, Globe Derby might be in some jeopardy today. Just before we touch on the year, um, Dean, what is the update with the track there at Globe Derby today? Uh, the update
1: is that, yes, yeah, stewards have been inspecting <laughs> the track multiple times a day, really, mm. since Saturday. And unfortunately, we needed to call that meeting off and transfer it to Tuesday, as you alluded to before. And um, mm. at this stage, uh, the track is... Um, in good enough condition to race this afternoon. So we'll be pushing on with a, this program. And really the, the main point of concern might be some thunderstorms and lightning, which is on the radar for sort of mid-afternoon, two o'clock to four o'clock sort of period of time. So we'll see if they eventuate and, um, mm. and, and make the relevant decisions as they come to hand. But, um, mm. but at this stage, we're, we're all pushing on full
0: steam ahead. Yeah, the rain's sort of dried up in the last hour or so, but uh, still quite windy. There is some uh, bit, bits of thunder around at the moment, but uh, hopefully the meeting can get through there today at Globe Derby. Dean, I thought it's probably the opportune time here to, to look back at this year, and I guess no doubt yourself and, and the crew there at Harness Racing SA so can probably sit back uh, as of today and, and think to yourself, well, this has been a really successful year, hasn't it? It has
1: been. There's certainly a cause for celebration. Um, and certainly uh, plenty of unfinished business as well. And, and I guess, Tim, that really falls well into your time frame as well. And I know you've been in the chair now for about 12 months and you, you would have seen yeah. a, a lot of um, change then and you would have sort of noticed a number of matters that needed addressing at, at the big commencement um, yeah. of your position and, yeah. and how they've been dealt with since. So um, for us, there have been some really crucial targets uh, met and um and that gives us great confidence uh, into 2024
0: season yeah i think we turn our attention back to to this year in january we had the at Gawler, of course we had our function there for the uh, harness racing night of nights where we looked back on 2022 and looked at uh, some of the performances and i guess i sat in the room that night pretty uh, pretty raw to the idea of just coming on board as uh, as the harness caller in december and uh, I think at that point in time, I remember back there was a bit of, you know, a bit of angst, I guess you could say, between some of the participants and and uh, in the industry. But I think what's happened since then, Dean, slowly but surely, is everyone's got on the same bus here, and it's starting to move in the right direction. And we saw that, I guess, uh, flourish, I guess, after the Gawler Awards night when we started to have the Country Cup series, which was a real great initiative there by Harness Racing SA because. It took our racing to all the different towns here in South Australia and uh, some real winners out of that. I guess Mount Gambier for me was the highlight because that was a real uh, exciting night and and a big crowd on course too, which always makes it a little bit better as well.
1: Yeah, really well said. And, and that Country Cups um, initiative has been one that's sort of um, growing and has certainly got some legs now and in its sort of second year of that iteration. Uh, yeah, it was a fantastic series with some prizes sort of, well well, and truly spread and, and enjoyed by, by a lot of our participants. And it also gave us the opportunity to create a series um, with a grand final, so to speak, in the autumn, um, in addition to a revamped SA Cup for the spring. So we've got our, our autumn series and feature in the autumn and, and and that revamped SA Cup in the spring, which I think worked really well on both ends of the season and of the calendar. uh, And that's something we certainly would like to to grow into the future.
0: Yeah. And in the midst of all the country cups racing, we had the Italian Cup night back in February. And uh, and that was a real success, Dean. I know Globe Derby got on board with that as well. And uh, that's probably one of the highlights of my year, to be honest, is uh, that was a big crowd there that night. There was a lot of atmosphere. It was a warm night. And I think, you know, if we could emulate that sort of night two or three times a year... Uh, I think that's what Harness Racing SA is missing, to tell you the truth.
1: Yeah, that's right. So it was fantastic to see an appetite for for people to return to the track and to get on course. And as you mentioned, we you probably only get in this day and age, you really only get mm. several opportunities a year to to mm. do that. It would be great to think back to the healthy and days. That's just not um, that's not realistic, really, in in, in in many codes and jurisdictions at the moment. So. If we can really pinpoint several key opportunities to get a lot of people out to the track and celebrate harness racing and and all of our people and horses and everything that surrounds it, um, um, then that's certainly something we'll work towards. and And Italian Cup uh, is certainly one of those events on the calendar, um, yeah. al- along with our Country Cup, our SA Cup, and our Southern Cross. Really, so they're our they're our pivotal. Um, there are pivotal events to get to get people mm. um, to the track, and you know if if the industry is able to upgrade its facilities and so forth in years to come, then um, it 'll only become a much more desirable place to
0: be. Yeah, exactly right, Dean. And it wasn't too long after the Italian Cup that we started to get some really big news here in South Australia. I guess the POC tax uh, reform was was a massive win for South Australian harness racing and all codes of racing, to be honest. But also we saw the growth in prize money announcements. We saw the increase in driver's fees. So that was some big announcements that we had sort of just halfway through the year. And and I guess there are some exciting times because once you announce those sort of things, Dean, I guess it gives the confidence to the trainers to invest in the sport. And that's what we've seen since because the numbers have continued to grow in the horse population, but also the market share is growing. You can tell us a bit more about the market share at the moment.
1: Yeah, that's uh, they're all really relevant points and things that we uh, we carried for quite a while on our, on our shoulders in terms of, being sure to hit those targets. Because if I just take you back another 12 months to 2022, really we had um, we had a 12-month window to improve into four areas to remain viable. And um, given the way the economy and therefore national turnover has gone, we had 12 months to be able to survive that. And mm. the, the, four, the four targets we needed to hit were an increase in market share and when I say market share that's relative to um, the codes within South Australia, Uh, an increase in horse population, um, the POC tax increase to get over the line and also to sign another wagering agreement um, which would have been our third in less than two years. Now all of them um, if you look back in 2022 achieving one of them would have been um, low probability. We needed to um, ideally hit all four, which we did. Um, but um, not that I want to make it alarmist or anything, but I I, meant, I did mention this at our recent AGM. If we had have hit zero or one of those targets, 2024 probably wouldn't have had South Australian harness racing mm. in its fixtures because we would have had to um, make some dire changes that, mm. that, that if we didn't have those funding models in place. We'd be racing for $2,000 on a Monday and 3000 or four and a half on a Saturday, which would have um, um, stimulated the decline in mm. turnover in population and everything, and we wouldn't have had a sustainable model or any assets to fall back on to mm. keep the industry afloat. So essentially, um, yeah, it was quite a burden to carry to um, uh, hit those targets in that period of time um, against... Um, against some pretty decent odds, but I'm glad to say, sort of as an industry, we bandied together, um, and now we're looking at prize money increases and growth, and additional funding, and going to the government for more support, and all of that. So, you know, the context of that is doing it together as an industry, and unifying together, um, and really eliminating uh, any liabilities, any threats, um, and 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 any kind of behaviour that is not um welcome to achieving those goals just because of what was on the line. Our survivability was absolutely yeah. on the line. And I'm really I'm really glad to say we hit four of those four of all four targets and uh, and now we're looking forward with a with a much brighter future ahead. But to answer your question about the market yeah. share, um, yeah. yeah we plummeted down to six point nine percent was our lowest point two financial years ago. Then we we're able to hit back with um, that, that and hit, tick off that increase to get up to eight point two percent, which was terrific. Um, and I'm glad to say that after this first part of the new financial year, sort of from July to November, where we're sitting above ten percent, which is wow. uh, unbelievable, really, um, mm. to have that growth in that amount of time. Um, and that's come to, that's come about by implementing um, some strategies that essentially. <laughs> result in running more races that's the end game but there are a lot of factors that go um, in between and a number of and and i'd be honest a number of things that we implemented that were in total opposite to what the rule of thumb were or what the um, line of thinking was that we should have done so it's it's pleasing to see that come off and there's also an educational piece that needs to come into industry as well so that we can um, you know provide that so-called blueprint um to industry so we, we're able to know how to navigate through some through some rough waters uh so yeah it, it's taken a lot of effort but just to mm. sort of enjoy that upside and and the reason we're all doing this is that so we can pass it on to our participants so they can race more often for for more mm. money um and, yeah. you know more competition so that that's the real name of the game and that's what we've sort of slowly been able to achieve. But as I said off the top, there's there's a lot more unfinished business
0: to do. Yeah, look, a wonderful job done by all there, because I think as you said there, Dean. I think if you'd look back in January this year and thought that you know we could hit four of those targets, well, you'd probably say no, you wouldn't hit one. But um, that's that's a wonderful effort done by Harness Racing SA and all the participants as well. Um, the SA Pacing Cup in October, Dean. What was the outcome of that? Was the turnover okay, and, and was the feeling good from the from the participants? Yeah,
1: I think it landed in a, in a really nice spot. We, we, you know, welcomed participation from everywhere. We got some fantastic national coverage and, and some relevance back into South Australia um, for our, you know, our night of nights. And Sky Channel did a terrific job there, um, promoting that along with all of our other media stakeholders um, and operators. Um, I feel like, that you know, we had some really strong fields. We had a good blend of results. Uh, our SA Cup, of course, was won by Where's the Gold very narrowly, yes. which had a huge, although it was training to say that, it, it had a predominantly South Australian ownership. Um, and then we had, you know, an ex South Australian, um, Greg Norman, winning the, the Trotters mm. finals. We had, um, had, of course, almost sort of the announcement of our star two year old, Miss Idaho, uh, winning yeah. what was an amazing Golden Nursery. Um, and and a number of other su- great support races as well so yeah all in all it was a it, it was a really strong meeting turnover was great and it sort of culminated what was a, you know the, the normally the busiest month of the year being october so um, we thought well let's play to our strengths and make october you know even better and bigger than it has been and mm. it sort of fitted into a really nice spot on the national calendar on the feature race calendar where we had a lot of clear air, and it's not often that South Australia sort of gets that national presence in the clear air. So we're, we're very thankful for that, and we're actually sitting down tomorrow with HRA and um, and, and all the membership going through our, our feature race calendar for 2024, which will be yeah. locked down and then um, and then distributed this week to to uh, industry.
0: Dean, we've got about four minutes left. I want to ask you a couple of things. 2024. What what can we expect? I guess. Just reading between the lines here, obviously, there's if things keep going the way they're going, there's a potential of another prize money increase at some stage next year, and and I guess Globe Derby, where do we sit there? Is is there a potential for an upgrade of that track at some point next year?
1: Sure, they're good questions. I'd say for 2024, the biggest challenges are what well, we're experiencing one at the moment, and that is you know the national decline in turnover, being felt by all states and all codes. Sort of down between anywhere sort of 15 to 25 percent, and I note that you know even um, some key feature meetings um, interstate in other codes recently have been down as much as 30 percent. So that is really volatile. Um, So without all those changes that we and and that upside that we're able to bring in, if we had um, if we introduced a 25 percent decline in turnover, we wouldn't have been able to survive. So that was the context to that. But yes, yeah, so we need to, um, you know, part of it's, part of it's out of our control, to be honest, in terms of what, um, you know, what the national turnover and wagering trends, um, become because it's really linked to macro conditions such as interest rates and cost of living and things like that, which we're, you know, we're all experiencing at the moment. So we've got to ride through that and hope that early into 2024, 20, things can level out. Um, mm. and And that will you know that will really assist with um, making the most of of what we 're achieving at the moment, and that is running more races with more horses and you know more competition um, and we want to enjoy the, the 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 fruits of that to be able to reinvest in the industry and we only do that if we can maximize turnover so that 's number one mm. and yep. number two, as you mentioned with globe derby or more broadly speaking our infrastructure for industry and um, and you know, we're currently um, undergoing, uh, we're currently um, going through a couple of um, feasibility studies and further investigations and liaising with government in order to try and secure some funding independent for harness racing mm. in South Australia um, in time for the next budget announcement. So that's something that is really at the top of the list for 2024. And if we can secure that, then you know we can secure a, a brighter future for for infrastructure and in the home of harness racing in in, uh, in South Australia. So, um, how does that relate to Globe Derby? Well, you know they're running their race at the moment with their property development, um, and which which you know we, we are not a stakeholder of, but we will certainly be affected by it and need to um, uh, ne- will need to you know help navigate through that. Um, whichever path that takes, um, and we're excited about the club potentially being able to stand on their feet and be um, uh, much more uh, viable into the future. Uh, yep. They've got a timeline, you know. They've got their own timeline. The industry and we have got our own timeline as well. In terms of, you know, we we need to be um, improving infrastructure um, in in probably a shorter amount of time that the club will be um, viable to do so by itself, and that's the. That's the name of the game at the moment and trying to Mm. secure some some funding for the industry um, uh, to do that. So there's certainly, there's nothing off the table at the moment and we're keeping Mm. a really open mind and it's probably at arm's length that, you know, any studies that are going on that will help determine independently where that money is, uh, is best spent. But, you know, I'd like to think that, you know, in years to come, we could have multiple facilities that are modern mm. facilities for, for, for racing, for training and to really look after the people that are in those hot spots, those population hot spots um, for, for harness racing. So that's the grand plan in the long term and it's just going to be a little piece-by-piece piece equation mm. to get there for the next couple of yeah. years.
0: Well, Dean, I think it's been a very successful year, mate. And uh, like I said, uh, I've said this on social media before. I think yourself and the team at Harness Racing SA have done a wonderful job and you've turned the ship around in the right direction and I think all the participants can see that as well. So I think it's been a very successful year, mate. And uh, congratulations on what you've been able to do and and I reckon you should put your feet up over the the holiday period and you've earned a beer or two, I reckon, Dean. And congratulations and, and we'll talk again soon here on Mobile Rolling. Thanks, Tim, and great
1: work um, at your end as well. We've we've loved um, um, your reinvigoration from the commentary box, and uh, and yeah, let's. Uh, I think Christmas time a great time to get down to Victor Harbor mm. on the 27th of the yeah. for some really good racing. They missed out on their meeting last year due to due to the heatwave. Uh, here we are talking today about thunderstorms and apocalyptic weather. So <laughs> let's hope uh, Victor Harbor can put on a great show on the 27th.
0: Yeah, sure, I'm sure they will. Thanks, Dean.